Hello and welcome to the Family Go and Grow podcast. As usual, my name is Jill and I'm really excited you're joining me here today. This week's episode is a little unique because we don't have church in our building this week, but we do have church online, which is really cool. I'm guessing most of the people who are listening are also experiencing canceled school and activities. Can I tell you how I see that God helped prepare us for this experience of doing church online? As soon as I knew that we wouldn't be meeting like normal, I was so happy because I knew I could use this podcast to still get our Bible story out there. I have some extra bonuses that are really cool to go along with today's story. If you go to the show notes for this episode, you can find them wherever you clicked play to listen. Just click on the three dots or the word details to get there. In the show notes, I have a link to albanygrove.com where we will have a downloadable guide that has fun activities your family can do together that go along with today's story. There are activities that are a good variety for age groups. You'll notice that we have some that say they're best for preschool, some that say they're best for elementary, and some that are for everybody. It's like you get to have a mini Grove Kids experience where the parents are the small group leader. That's pretty cool. For the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at Bible stories that lead up to Easter. We've spent the past few months learning about the life and ministry of Jesus. We've learned about some of the incredible things that Jesus taught, that he wants us to be generous, to love our enemies, not to worry, and how to pray. We've also learned about some incredible things that Jesus did, healing the sick, feeding thousands, and being friends with sinners. Jesus did some incredible things during his ministry, and as more and more people heard about what he could do, the crowds that followed him grew bigger and bigger, and Jesus used these opportunities when the crowds were gathered around to teach them about God. But did you know that healing and teaching were not why God sent Jesus to earth? It's not what he sent him to do. It's a part of what he got to do, but it wasn't his main purpose. What Jesus came to earth for was to save us all from our sins, to give us salvation so that we could have a relationship with God. Do you know how Jesus saved us? By dying on the cross. And we're going to get to that Bible story, but it's important that we don't get ahead of ourselves. We're going to take these next four weeks looking at some Bible stories that take place in the last week leading up to when Jesus died on the cross. And each story can teach us more about who Jesus is and why the story of Easter is so important. Today's story happens on what is now known as Palm Sunday, the Sunday before Easter. But before we get to Palm Sunday, or the triumphal entry, as it's called in some Bibles, let's go way back to the very beginning of the Bible to help you know how all of the stories fit together. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the, what was it? Earth. Everything was perfect until Adam and Eve sinned by eating the fruit of the tree that God had told them not to touch. Sin separated us from God, but God chose Abraham to start a special family called the Israelites through which he would send the rescuer to bring us back. While in Egypt, the Israelites were made slaves by Pharaoh, but God sent Moses to lead them out of slavery and into a new home called the Promised Land. While in the Promised Land, God sent some messengers called the prophets to help the Israelites turn back to God and tell them about the coming Savior. On Christmas morning, the prophecies came true. Jesus, the rescuer, was born. 
God sent him to take the punishment for our sins so that we would no longer be separated from God. And finally, as Jesus grew up, he traveled all over Galilee and the surrounding areas to perform miracles and telling people about God's love for them. And that's how we get to today's story. Remember how I just mentioned Moses leading the Israelites out of Egypt? Well, God rescued the Israelites from Egypt by sending plagues of frogs and flies and darkness. And God sent an angel to kill the firstborn sons of the Egyptians when Pharaoh refused to let the Israelites go free. That angel passed over the homes of the Israelites if they had the blood of a lamb over their doors. The sons of Israel were saved by the blood of the lamb. Since that day, Israelites have celebrated Passover with a special meal, just like the one they had that night in Egypt many, 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 many years earlier. So Jesus and his disciples traveled to Jerusalem for Passover. Lots of other people came too, and many of them had heard the stories about Jesus. And that's how we land at today's story. I'll be reading it from Mark 11, 1 through 11. As Jesus and his disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the towns of Bethpage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on ahead. Go into the village over there, he told them. And as soon as you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. Can you make a donkey sound? Hee-haw, hee-haw. If anyone asks, this is what Jesus was saying again. Jesus didn't say the donkey noises. If anyone asks, what are you doing? Just say, the Lord needs it, and it will be returned soon. The two disciples left and found the colt standing in the street, tied outside the front door. As they were untying it, some bystanders demanded, what are you doing untying that colt? They said what Jesus had told them to say, and they were permitted, or allowed, to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it, and he sat on it. Can you kind of like bump your knees up and down and bounce yourself and pretend like you're riding on a donkey the way Jesus would have? Many of the crowds spread their garments on the road ahead of him and others spread leafy branches that they had cut in the fields. Wave your arms and pretend that they are leafy branches. Come on, don't be embarrassed. You can do it. Jesus was in the center of the procession and the people all around him were shouting, praise God, blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Praise God in the highest heavens. Hosanna, Hosanna. So in this story, when the people of Jerusalem came into contact with Jesus, they praised him big time. Do you remember what they shouted? They shouted, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord and Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna means we're saved. Like this was a big deal. They knew Jesus was their savior. It's just a little unfortunate or a lot unfortunate that they didn't realize what Jesus was saving them from. We'll learn about that a little later. Not today, in the future weeks. This makes me wonder, though, this idea that they couldn't help but praise him, like that what poured out of them in response to seeing him was praise and worship. Um, I'm wondering, how do you react when you hear the good news of Jesus? I was listening to a podcast recently where the person said that one of the best ways to know that we've learned something about Jesus in our heart and not just our head is that when we learn it, we want to praise Jesus, to worship him. 
In the next few weeks, we'll be hearing more stories that detail out the most spectacular story ever told, the story of Jesus's death and resurrection. And when you hear that story, I really hope that you react like the people of Jerusalem, that you want to shout our Bible verse for the week, which is Luke 19, 38. And it says, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. May there be peace and glory in the highest heaven. I want it to be that when we hear the story of Easter and everything that surrounds it, that we just want to praise Jesus. Do you feel like you want to spend some time shouting praise to Jesus right now? I have a link in the show notes to our Grove Kids worship playlist on YouTube. Go check it out. Choose a song or two that you love and have fun singing and dancing along with it, praising Jesus with all the excitement that your heart can give him. Then grab the guide off our website and have some fun with the activities, remembering through everything that you do that you can show Jesus how much you love him and worship him through it. Thank you so much for joining me here this week on the Family Go and Grow podcast. I am praying for you that your family will stay healthy and well and that you will experience the peace of God in the midst of anything that might feel so crazy right now. I'll be back next week with another Bible story that helps us understand Jesus's journey to the cross.